Hey, Paw Squad. Uh, a quick reminder on two big events that are coming up on October 26th at 8 p.m. Eastern. We are uh, live streaming our 200th episode. That's right, 200 episodes live on Twitch. Just go to our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Kame House Party. Uh, mark your calendars again, October 26th uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern. Also, on November 7th, from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, we are going to be a part of Extra Life's Day of Play. Uh, and so we'll be doing a 12-hour charity stream to raise money for the Children's Miracle Network. Um, again, that will also be on our Twitch channel. Our fundraising goal is $1,000. And you can go ahead and donate. You don't have to wait till November 7th uh, by just following the link in the show notes. So again, go to twitch.tv slash Party, follow us, and make sure your alerts are turned on, uh, and get ready for those two big events that we will be telling you about a bunch. Uh, now on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Kame House Party. I'm Aaron. And I'm Vince. And this is the only improv comedy Dragon Ball podcast in the known universe. We have checked. And our goal here is to watch every episode and iteration of Dragon Ball, then to come together on microphones to talk about it uh, in a fun and comedic manner. Uh, that's what this is about. It's a big old party. You're all invited. Thank you for coming. But, 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 but before you step in fully, keep keep your headphones in. <laughs> just just don't walk through. Just do, mentally, don't walk through the door yet because we got to clean up. It's a bit of a mess. We've had a whole week of not partying. We got to clean up all the knickknacks. <laughs> the, the thing you clean up at a home, knickknacks. Uh, Aaron, don't forget the patty wax. Mm-hmm. We got to get, there's several dogs. They need bones. We got to give them to them. <laughs> uh, so we, so we do that in a little section we call Kame housekeeping. And the first order of Kame housekeeping is the world famous and UN sanctioned one minute roundup. Whip sound. Huzzah. Hooray. We've saved the town from the flood. Yep, we put up the sandbags and stopped that mean old flood. Woo! That's right. We we got those sandbags. We told that flood to just fuck right off. That's what we said to that flood. Mm, we... <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> no! I was so excited! <laughs> we're going to tear into that flood, weren't we? Oh, we are going to escalate so hard. <laughs> And seed. So I, I'm sorry, everyone. Usually that bit's longer, but <laughs> what it, if you're new, what it is is to warm up our improv muscles. Vince and I, we do a Western-themed improv scene. Um, it's something we haven't always done, but we've been doing it for a while. And why stop now? 
Um, but that gets us into the one minute roundup proper, which is where one of us, this time Vince, has to summarize everything that has happened in Dragon Ball thus far. We are talking the original run of Dragon Ball. We are talking 39 episodes of Dragon Ball Z. This is a lot of information, compact and compressed for you the the maybe new listener, so you don't have to go back and listen to all of our old episodes. You don't have to go back and rewatch Dragon Ball, although a lot of people are doing it. If, is from from what we're hearing, which is insane. You guys, you don't have to. <laughs> Please, we don't know how many times we have to say this. You're, it's not required. It's not going to be on the final exam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, we're not. There's no quizzes checking your reading comprehension of Dragon Ball. So don't worry, the one-minute roundup is here to get you up to speed. Vince, are you ready to round up? Yes, I am. Oh, God, I'm nervous. All right, here we go. <clears throat> it's been a minute, and I got to do it in a minute. So here we go. Story of Dragon Ball follows Goku as a child, collecting seven match Dragon Balls to get to wish for anything in the world. Meets Bulma, they go on a bunch of adventures. He fights the Rebel Army, who tries to use Dragon Balls for evil. He he uh, fights the Demon King Piccolo. He fights in a bunch of Tenkaichi tournaments. He comes in second twice, wins one against Piccolo Jr., the Demon King Piccolo's son. Then Goku uh, gets married. He he marries Chi Chi. They have a son. It's five years later from the original run of Dragon Ball. Uh, his space brother comes, Raditz shows up and is like, hey, you're a Saiyan. You got to come be with me and be evil. Goku's like, nah. And then Piccolo kills them both. And then Goku trades with Kid Kai, learns to KO Ken. And then two more Saiyans, Vegeta and Nappa, show up on Earth. And they're like, hey, we heard about the Dragon Balls. And then Goku's like, I'm really strong, but not as str- almost stronger than Vegeta. Or then Gohan and Krillin help with the power of the spirit bomb. And then all their friends die in that battle. And now it's the aftermath. And Gohan, Bulma, Krillin are flying through space and headed to Namek, but they ran into a mirror ship. Yeah. Whew. I, I know. I know. There's like a little bit that got cut off. That's fine. I, I'm throwing my hands up. I'm doing. I'm doing one of these where I'm, I'm wiping my, wringing my hands off because I, I think I did a fine job. I think oh, I did for a sure. great job. Absolutely. And you, and you people. Oh, <laughs> you, you tell Vince he did a fine job too. Damn it! And if you think I didn't do a fine job, then put your mouth where your minute is and send in a one-minute roundup. <laughs> Does that make any sense? Put your mouth where your minute is. Put your money where your mouth is. So it would be, I guess, put your minute where your mouth. You, you just got to flip it over. You just got to oh, yeah. Missy Elliot. I got to Missy Elliot that thing. Mm-hmm. Put your minute where your mouth is. Yeah, baby. We, we've had several people send in their own one-minute roundup, which we invite anyone to do. Um, always entertaining. And I think the constant, feedback, the constant feedback that we get from it is like, oh, yes, this is hard. <laughs> We're sorry for ever doubting you. I might be editorializing that last part. but I think that last part is a little bit of editorializing. It's but implied. <laughs> subtext. Again, thank you, Vince. Very good job. And it brings us to the... Last part of Kami Housekeeping, where we let you, the audience, know that Vince and I, we watch two different versions of Dragon Ball. I watch the Japanese language English subtitled version, and Vince watches the English dub version. And we do this because this is what we've always done and what we will continue to do, what our children will do. They, they Never will our children watch the same type of episode of Dragon Ball. Uh, I can't wait to write that into into our joint will. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our podcast marriage vows. Yes, yes. On top of just not wanting to change the whole deal of our podcast, uh, we do it because there are some fun differences that we can compare and contrast. And the first difference is usually the title. And Vince, will you please give us your title first? Because mine is, I don't know what it is, man. Half a paragraph, a soliloquy, Mm -hmm. a string of weird haikus. Yeah, it's a whole S on it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, please give me your yeah, give me your two-word phrase, please. For uh here is the English title for episode 40 of Dragon Ball Z. Held captive. No. <laughs> the, held captive. That's it. I mean, I yes, got. I agree. <laughs> I don't agree that that's what actually happened. I I agree that you don't agree. Because I believe in the you that believes in me. <laughs> now who's doing sonnets? Ooh-wee. <laughs> uh, my, mine is a smidge longer. Oh, you don't say? And I'm going to. Uh, I'm full of it this morning. Um, I am, I'm going to attempt to say it in the same intonation that the announcer gave it to us. So here we go. The title for episode 40 of Dragon Ball Z, for the English subtitled version, so roughly translated, is, honest to goodness, there lies Namek, planet of hope. What? It, Why is it so cheeky? It, ha- it had the same energy, if you're familiar with the meme, of the two fingers and the emoji looking up, saying, it for me. I know what they're, having watched the episode, you know what they're talking about? Mm-hmm. But why say it that way? It's like, hey, Aaron, cookies in the fridge. You want some? Honest to goodness is a little rascal phrase. Mm-hmm. They should. It, G. Willikers is that <laughs> Namek I see? Oh shucks! Aliens on board. <laughs> Fighting alien kids. Now we're on the trolley. Just a stone's throw. Namek ahead. <laughs> Why don't you just hop in your puddle jumper and head over to Namek? Can't take it too long. Yeah, you have to say it in the uh, mid-Atlantic? No. The the transatlantic accent? Mm -hmm, Because I mm -hmm. spent my whole time flying between England and America? Some weird affectation created by the media. You don't say. I do say. So you know what's coming up. I'm like, oh, this is going to be some quick filler. We're finally going to get there. No. No, no, no God, no. It's not honest, nor is it goodness. Aaron, I think they're going to try to drive us into what, what some might call space madness. <laughs> I think. I We're just, just going to go through these weird space scenarios until you and I lose our minds before we get to Namek. We haven't had filler in so long, you know? Mm-hmm. We, we've, we've lost our immunity to it. This is true. If you're not constantly bombarded with filler... It, it it could hurt you. This is a warning to all of you. Yeah, we. This is our seasonal filler shot. These episodes. Well, we. Yeah, I think I think we talked about it before the record. It's it's a whole episode of nothing. So let's let's get to it. So there's a bunch of back and forth of the boss squad consisting of Krillin, Gohan, and Bulma. They have guns drawn on them by these space children. 
And it's a bunch of back and forth of like, we can explain. And the kid's like, no. And like firing at them. Bulma has a weird line of dialogue. And I'm curious, I'm curious if you got anything similar. She's yelling at Krillin and Gohan for them to do something. Saying, I think, quote, you talk too much and you're not popular with girls. So go ahead and do something about this situation. What? She she weirdly slams them for not being popular with girls. Why would she? Wh- I don't okay. know. I, I, I understand that Bulma is in a high stress situation, but why would the line be? <laughs> You're not very good with girls, so do something. What does that have to do with anything? I don't know. In mine, I don't. I don't get that. I don't get that line. It just she just constantly criticizing Krillin and Gohan for doing nothing, and then when they try to do something, she yells at them to just stand there and listen because they talk too much. But I didn't understand that because at one point during the I'm putting this in Aaron quotes negotiations, Krillin's like, "Hey, Gohan, let's power up." It, they sort of resign themselves like, all right, we got to fight. They're not listening. So instead of just going at it, they feel like, well, we should power up, which everyone gets freaked out about. But then it's a pretty good gag. Because <laughs> as soon as uh, Krillin is done powering up, he he looks very smug and satisfied. There's a little girl uh, that is right next to him. We take a comedic beat. She kicks him in the shins and then runs away. And he goes, owie, 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 ow. Yeah, that's a classic. I liked it. Sorry, Krillin. Can't do that to Gohan. No, I can't. You're the only adult here, Krillin. You can't have kid-on-kid violence in Dragon Ball. Except... Aureli and Gohan. I mean, Goku. They didn't fight. Didn't they? I I thought they were friends at the start. I was thinking more Krillin and Goku when they were younger. Oh, right, right, right. When they were younger. But that's for turn. That's for training purposes. That's for they're they're but that's supervised because Gohan never fights those orphans, which yeah. I wanted. To, I want to say at the top, this gave me very much like that that orphan vibe of like it felt like they were just like oh crap we got or it's filler season what do we have oh we got kids we got we can always pull orphans and somebody's like all right fine just. Make it in space, I guess. Yeah, give them all goggles. <laughs> Issue them goggles and guns. Goggles, guns, and lacrosse pads. Everything you need to survive in space. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> you would think Gohan would go and join. He's like, I don't know what to do here. Mm-hmm. Join them. <laughs> Sorry, Krillin. <laughs> yeah. If experience has taught me anything. It should be like a quick cut after Krillin's done powering up that Gohan is in goggles and, and pads <laughs> and pointing a gun at Krillin. Death to adults. There's a bunch of this. We finally come to the where the misunderstanding they are accused of being Frieza's men. Who is the I mean, we know who this Frieza is. We know who Frieza is. We we know who that is. So of course they're scared. Uh, but can't deal with that now. Alarms go off. We're in the middle of a meteor storm. Uh cut. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hard cut. It's a very hard cut. And I it got me because I looked at my notes as you were finishing that sentence and you were like, cut. And I was like, wait, why did I say Goku screaming? Oh, yeah, because we're back on Earth in the hospital. Goku is just wailing and screaming and crying. Um, and turns out our, our our favorite 
space dad guy, Goku, is uh, afraid of needles. Um, classic gag. Classic gag. He's so strong. He's so tough. And even Chi-Chi gets in on the action, and she shames him. She's like, boy, Goku, you can save the world in all these crazy epic battles, but you can't even take a needle. Gohan didn't even whine this much when he was born. I was like, damn. <laughs> she walks out of the room on that line. <laughs> That's so good. Go Gohan came out of the womb, suited up, shook his dad, shook his dad's hand, and went straight to study. He got right into that book. Instead of a blanket, he was wrapped in an Encyclopedia Britannica. Yeah, he came out with a pencil case tucked under his arm. <laughs> My mine's a little different. It, it's she says something along the lines of compared to the suffering that Gohan went through, this is nothing. And that and then she's like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to a shrine to to pray for Gohan. And that's ah. when she leaves. Um, but I'm like, yeah, Gohan is uh, he's gone through a lot. Remember, he has. He really has. And at the tender age of five, are you afraid of needles, Aaron? Uh, no. Do I look? No. So for years, I was, I hated needles. Like I got, I got good at like coaching myself. Like I would just breathe real, like <sighs> right before they would stab me and then I'd be fine. But uh, recently, in like the last couple of years, I've gotten very comfortable with needles to an un, uh, unusual amount uh, to the point where I had a procedure done and uh, the person, giving me the needle was like, you might not want to look. And I was like, I don't know <laughs> what gauge you got. And she's like, Oh, it's a pretty big one. And I was like, all right, I'll watch. And she's like, Oh, you know, I was like that too. I like to watch. And I was like, I found my person. <laughs> like this person's cool. You want to be friends? Let's watch needles go into things. I find the whole process of injection, connecting tubes to people, I find that stuff fascinating and terrifying. Terrifying, like I, I, I'm holding both of those in each hand. Yeah, there, there's a thin line between terror and fascination, for sure. Mm-hmm. My, my obsession with aliens comes with a healthy dose of I am terrified of aliens and them taking me in the night, taking you to a club. Yeah, yeah, they, them wanting me to go outside. <laughs> hey man, you want to hang out? Nah. <laughs> Some pushy alien friends that just want to go clubbing, bro. Party on Zardok Six. There's a girl. We, there's a. There's well. There's a life form there that's really into you. Also, no gravity, no cover charge. Sorry, yeah. Let me. Oh, sorry. I had my voice changer off. Bro, we're gonna pregame in the ship. We've got we've got twenty minutes of light speed to get shrasted. Mm-hmm. We're going to buzz some nuclear sites, see if we can set them off. <laughs> Along the way, we're going to piss off some <laughs> some U.S. fighter pilots. Do you want to say duck any of your buttons, too? Or <laughs> they, they're cool to come along. <laughs> we, we'll rust their memory afterwards. It's cool. Would you, Aaron, if you, if you could go with aliens to space on some weird mission, but they told you, oh, by the way, at the end of this, we're going to have to erase your memory because you can't take this back with you to Earth. Would you still do it? I, I mean, again, a thin line between terror and fascination. Of course, of course, I want to go into space. Am I terrified yeah, right. of it? Of course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
But if I had the if if NASA's like, hey man, it's gonna take five years of training. It's gonna be the hardest thing you've ever done. But do you want to go to space? I'm like, fuck. I guess I gotta right. Put me in that super deep uh, motionless yeah. pool. Yeah, give me the yeah. Put me on the vomit comet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Vomit, uh, whatever the spinny thing is. Oh, you said it right, vomit comet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like I don't want to be abducted, but at the same time, eh, I kind of want to see. Mm-hmm, <laughs> what mm-hmm. about, about this? I want to see if we got it right with any of the movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, this is purely, yeah, this is just for fact checking, <laughs> so I can um actually every alien movie before we leave this hospital. Uh. One, we got to check our insurance and make sure it cleared. Two, gotcha. uh, I just want to point out that once Goku does get stuck with the needle, he he screams so loud, a man outside's head wrap becomes undone. <laughs> <laughs> if we don't look at this through cartoon logic, that is a very powerful scream. Uh, thank you. It is a very powerful scream. And I'd say an, un, an underused device in... Uh, in TV and film these days, I was immediately taken back to an episode of Scrubs where someone gets yelled at so loud that traffic stops. <laughs> and everybody in traffic was like, oh, did JD mess up a central line again? And they're like, yeah, I love that. Monocle, more monocles need to be popped in, in surprise or shock. Mm-hmm. What I don't know what the modern equivalent of that would be. The phone... Yeah, your phone would have to, like, jump out of your hand or something mm-hmm. and then run away and never come back because they, they don't need us anymore. <laughs> this argument's too much for me. I'm out of here. <laughs> I can't keep looking this stuff up. Nobody cares about what's going on in Bleach. If, pho- if Toy Story logic applies, our phones have seen some shit. Mm-hmm. Literally and figuratively. Literally, figuratively, metaphorically. They've, they've seen all the shit. They see us at our worst. Uh-huh. They know all our secrets. So That's why you should take care of them so they don't yeah. turn on you. Mm-hmm. You got to be nice to those AIs. Memorialize their dead brethren. Give their phones a proper burial. Mm-hmm. And don't do that. Recycle them responsibly. In, in your closet. Yeah. In that one drawer. I think I still have like an iPhone like four. Yeah, I think I still have my first iPhone just in case things go bad. I mean, it's the ultimate backup. I've still got my, oh God, I don't even know what Galaxy Note I have. The three? It's like way too old. It's got a capacitive button. and It has a button, Aaron. <laughs> my, it, it's. I think my old iPhone is like, I don't even know if I can still get the charger for it. Speaking of charging... Yeah, speaking of charging, um, this episode should uh, should be charging. I should be charging it by the minute for wasting my damn time. Hey, no, that's we get we get general destruction. Um, Bulma's like, okay, in this ruckus, we can attempt to escape, and the boys are like, no, we they, they're good. They need to help out. They they save a bunch of kids from a giant uh, panel coming down. Uh, they they become firefighters for a shot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but my favorite part of my favorite part of that is that like Krillin's holding the hose, Gohan is holding the fire, or I guess the water pump or something. Mm-hmm. But then 
the little girl that we saw earlier is now in a hallway uh, that an explosion is taking place. A beautifully animated explosion, by the way. And then Gohan pulls a piccolo and jumps in front of her and sticks his arms out. And I was like, Wait, is Gohan going to tank this explosion? Nah. He uses his Masenko and blows up a fire. <laughs> Actually, that brings up an interesting physics sort of question. Sometimes fires are so big they have to do make explosions. That's essentially, if they make an explosion big enough, that sucks up all the oxygen oh. in the area, then the fire is no longer able to be in. Like, I think they do that with the oil fires. If, like, an oil rig catches on fire, it's like, well, there's constant fuel coming from the ground. Mm-hmm. From my understanding, is that, you know, they will do a controlled explosion, and the logic is that it takes up all the oxygen. Damn. So does that mean a Masenko and other energy blasts work like fire? That is a good question, Aaron, that I believe requires research, which is something we don't do on this show. If you're new... You might be thinking, oh, they're going to cut and they're going to come back with that information that they're asking about. No, 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 no. (laughs) Nice try. Nice try. This is a ding dong podcast. That's right. We don't have time for that. So we we leave that up to you, the listener. If you know anything about key and its relation to fire and explosions and Aaron's question is key, like when it explodes, does it is it like fire is key fire? Tell us. So then we can get to the bottom of that hallway conundrum of did Gohan's explosion, did Gohan blow up a fire or did he suck the air out of the fire? There, I mean, we've seen energy blasts suck up other energy blasts. So it could be that logic. Could be. But I, I cannot, I can't say. You can't suss it out here. Mm, Hashtag no KHB research. Send it into KameHousePartyPod at gmail.com and we'll, we'll read it on the next episode. Uh, we'll, see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see when we get to it. Uh, yeah, no guarantees. Um, but we, I, I think it's good to end on some Bulma hate. Oh yes, of course. Well, well, the boys are doing their boy things. Bulma realize fall, Bulma falls down, gets mad, says, "Who's flying this thing?" Runs to the bridge, kicks the pilot out. Says, "I'm going to fly this thing. I'm, I'm experienced. At it. I'm a pro at this." Then proceeds to ask what buttons do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What was that about? I'm taking over. What's this lever here? In in yours, did she say, like, I'm taking over. I'm a pilot. What does this all do? Or was she like, did she start? And then, because in mine, she she jumps in the seat and is like, hey, like, this does this. This does this. What is this? Where's speed control? That's what she asked for is where is speed control? And the kid doesn't want to tell her. No, yeah, it's a similar thing. And she has okay. to, like, yell at them. It's like, will you tell, like, I just need one control. I, I understand everything else except this one thing. Um, but she, I mean, she does it. She's very good at piloting an alien ship mm-hmm. via keyboard. Yeah, she's clacking away. And they, <laughs> I do love, like, they keep cutting to the kids. They're all in that stunned, impressed, like, It's, what is it in, like, a, in like a StarCraft and competitive, like, at APMs. Oh, yes. Hers have got to be through the roof. So, Aaron, I'm going to I'm gonna do something that we haven't done in a while. I'm going to say out loud that I believe Bulma plays Dota. <laughs> I'm just going to 
just gonna grab something real quick. Okay. Ooh, 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 God, that I'm, sounded heavy. Yeah, no, it's and, gotten and I'm bigger. Lifting the, I'm lift. Yeah, it's gotten bigger. I'm lifting the blast shield on it, and then I'm gonna hit the button that is cannon, not Nick Cannon. It's true. She's a pro gamer. Bulma, pro gamer. Capsule Corp at the at the next Dota Pro Am. She doesn't live in the dorm, though. <laughs> Somehow she got out of that. She's out of the dorm and into the space. Yeah, her team's going to lose this year because of all this time she spent in space. I mean, how does she How does she expect to work on her teamwork if she's in space? She ain't got no Wi-Fi out there. What do you think Bulma's gamer tech is? <laughs> okay, okay. Let, 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 give, me, give me a second. I think I'll, I'll, I'll come up with something. Okay. Uh, okay, here's one. Here's one. Griefs and briefs. Pretty good. Capsule corporate card shark. It's a long one. Something Pafu. Mm. Maybe. Nacho Pafu. Nacho. What? Like nacho nachos? <sighs> Look, we've established a rhyme is just as good as a joke, so I gotta allow it. Ha ha. Yes. Damn damn it. <laughs> Why did I set that precedence? <laughs> Aaron, you fucked up. <laughs> Oh, Yamcha sucks. That's one. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Daddy's bratty team. <laughs> Daddy's, Daddy's my ATM. <laughs> that's that's for me and Vince. That's an, in, that's an inside. In, that's for all the comedy bang bang heads out there. <laughs> Stop it. Um, uh, I, maybe this will be the last one. Yeah. How uh, else can we alienate our audience? Uh, I mean, this one. This one's gonna bring the audience back, and then we can do the rest of the episode. Blue hair, don't care. It might be something to do with that, or genius. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bul- I mean, to keep it simple. Bulma, the genius briefs. That's true. Get it's almost Wu Tang eh. The Giza. Oh. <laughs> it's her name. Bulma, the genius briefs, coming down the genius streets. Ha 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 ha. You God! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bo, ma, 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 ma. Go, Goku's already a Wu Tang name, honestly. Yeah, it's true. All, all the rest, all the rest, everyone else already has a Wu Tang name, and their <laughs> Wu Tang name is their name. Yeah, we got we got Red Man, Method Man, You God, Inspector Debt, Goku, Krillin, Piccolo. <laughs> All dirty bastards and Master Roshi. Yeah, Master Roshi is just another name for ODB. <laughs> Slap on top of Big Baby Jesus and Osiris. Yeah, there we go. You down with, o- you down with ODB? You know me and Master Roshi? Roshi? Ooh, Master Roshi does like it raw. <laughs> Ooh, Roshi, he'd like it raw. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, there's I'm sure there's fan art out there. Oh, mm-hmm, a quick. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's I'll I'll go ahead and say uh, that's definitely not research. I'm going to enjoy some of that later. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, um <laughs> uh, but before before we get to commercial just the they're out of danger. And you would think after all this help, they all the children would be very excited, but nope. They still pull guns on Bulma and then say, "How can we trust you?" 
your pals are the ones who destroyed our planet. Dun dun dun. Yeah, and then what? Nani cliffhanger <laughs> commercial. Hey, listener. Uh, just another reminder about some of the really exciting stuff Combat House Party has coming down the pipeline, uh, starting with on 10-26, that is Monday, October 26th, 8 p.m. Eastern, is Kame House Party 200 Live. Uh, it, it is our 200th episode, and we're doing a live show to celebrate. There are there There is a prize that you can win only by tuning into the stream. That's twitch.tv slash Kame House Party. Uh, follow us on Twitch. Get, get those uh, notifications set so you don't miss it. That's our 200th live episode of Kame House Party happening 1026 8 p.m. Eastern. We hope to see you there. And then you're like, okay, Vince, thanks for the PSA. I guess you're done. No, I'm not done. I am not done because we have one more thing. On November 7th, we are doing Extra Life's Day of Play to help raise money for the Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. And we're going to be streaming from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. We are trying to raise $1,000 for the Children's Miracle Network Hospital. Link is in the show notes, and you can donate right now. Help us get to our goal. Come watch us play a bunch of video games on November 7th at starting at 10 a.m. for a good cause. Extra Life's Day of Play. It's Extra Life. You're, you're going to help us and other people. And uh, that concludes this portion of Vince's Reminders. Back to the show. We're back in space. We, we, we stopped at Earth real quick. Uh, to pay the bills. Then we came back. So the kids are like, of course, here's our logic. Of course, you're a part of the Frieza Force. They have this, quote, barbaric power. Go And Kohan's reply, sort of to himself, is, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> barbaric. I thought I had a good control over it. Oh, I thought I was dressed gentlemanly-like. Maybe mom was right. I should have kept yeah, that suit yeah, on. Yeah, if I kept the suit on, maybe they wouldn't think that. Oh, dang. <laughs> Also, calling Krillin barbaric is very funny. Krillin's so tossado. These betas. <laughs> Fucking nerds. Mm-hmm. They're not cool like the Frieza Force. They did send the dorkiest members of the Z fighters up into space. <laughs> I, you can't argue that. Well, they didn't have uh, much to choose from. <laughs> the power va- There's a power vacuum, and they had to fill it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I don't want to leave this slam behind from Bulma, who, again, trying to weasel out of everything, says, quote, I will admit that these two are barbarians, but I am a sincere person who loves peace and justice. Bulma, gosh, like, I think everybody should take a step back <laughs> and, and, and take a listen and not a listen, take a look at the lesson that Bulma is showing us on how to throw your comrades under the freaking bus. Just, uh, I am glad, Aaron, at this point, we have not seen Bulma try to use her feminine wiles on any of the children. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think she's learned her lesson when Goku said, I don't want to touch your smelly butt. Well, I was expecting, like, at some point, for one of those, for someone to be slightly older and for Bulma to kind of get confused, you know, maybe when she ran to the bridge, there'd be an older kid. It's closer to her age, maybe. 
And she's like, oh, cute boy. Blah, 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 blah. But no, 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 no. I, if, from my understanding, this might, I might be proven wrong here, but I believe since Yamcha's death and up until her, are they married? They have to be. Up until her consummation with uh, her getting with Vegeta. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's as Bowie crazy. Maybe you're right. I, I think once she saw Vegeta beat up a Yamcha, she's like, yep, that's the guy for me. <laughs> she, she's, she's had that set. Mm-hmm. Her ulterior motive is she's trying to find Vegeta out here. Because technically, aside from their first encounter, I don't think Goku has ever fought a Yamcha since. So she never, I, I think that was the key. If Goku would have beat the crud out of Yamcha at, Yamcha at one point, Bowen would have been like it would have happened. Yeah, she was already leaning there. Mm -hmm. That would have been the thing to push him, push her over the edge. It's yeah, whoever can murder her last boyfriend—that's who she's going to be with. Seems like a curse. (laughs) She yeah, this is an '80s. This is an '80s teen movie. All about mannequin. She's Kim Cattrall. (laughs) I love science. (laughs) Ooh, well, what else? What would a Kim Cattrall like? I love two things, dude. I love science and fucking. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's for the old heads. That's for the old listeners. Yeah, you old heads. That's a that's a oh, that's a call back in time. So yeah, Bulma. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. I think Bulma's already got her sights on Vegeta, whether she knows it or not. Now that Yamcha's been killed by curse. Or by force, <laughs> which is how I say force, as in her forcing it. She's gonna, she's gonna, she's got her eyes on Vegeta mm-hmm. already. But we now get the backstory of these children. Uh, I guess their boss, because he's like seventeen, he's the tallest. Mm-hmm. Um, Invader Zim rules. Zenshin comes in. He calms everyone down. And is like, look, here's the deal. The Frieza Force came took over our planet, killed our parents, our parents to try and save us, shoved us into a giant mirror ball. And now they are, and now we're trying to go to a planet that our parents used to do business at. Zeshin said, like, uh, my dad used to train there. Like, what? Hmm, that's interesting. Hmm. I wonder why the swap. Because in my, it's like, yeah, my dad used to do business there. It's like, are you going to like Planet Ramada in Suites? What is yeah. Are you going to Planet Remax Sunvest? <laughs> hey, we're just going to sit in the lobby. Planet Managers Conference 2017. There we go. There catch, we go. Catch the spirit of <laughs> synergy. I don't. I've never. I've been to one corporate conference and it sucks. I've only done like an individual corporate training session for a new app my company was building that I had to tell them was not going to be effective or work. And and my boss at the time sent me day of, didn't tell me it was coming up. He's like, oh, hey, uh, I just I just emailed you this thing. I want you to try it. And then you got to go uptown in like an hour to tell them about how you feel about it. I was like, oh, okay, sure. I guess I'll do this. He goes, but be nice to them. Like, don't, I, he's like, I, I think it sucks, but you can't tell them that. I was like, tell them it's fine. Suboptimal? 
And that's what I did. I came in and I said, look, this looks great. It's got a decent user experience. But have you thought about, I literally had three questions. They were like, oh, no, no, no. And I was like, okay, great. Aaron, they rolled that product out this year. <laughs> they still. They, they pushed it. Uh, again, I believe I believe the sickos have talked about this many a times. Anime sickos on the same podcast app you're listening to this on. Um, I believe they've talked about how bosses bosses love those new softwares. They love new software as much as they love going back to retrofitted old software, Aaron. <clears throat> it's like we got this new program. Uh, but and and then it's like one person misses the reporting of the old software, and they're like, "Well, can we retrofit this to make it feel like the old software?" It's like, no, we we shouldn't do that. It's gonna triple my work. And then they do it anyway, and then I have to find workarounds. I love it. That's what that's what planet they're going to is what we're saying. Yes, they're going we, to <laughs> planet corporate gigs. Yeah, out of the fire into the fr- out of the frying pan into the fire. These children. And speaking of fire. Yeah, yeah, bring it up. <laughs> one of the the kids, I think his name is Boone. Um, we see his parents are engulfed in flames. I guess in his house, they we see like the silhouette of a member of the Frieza Force. And uh, they're like, run, escape. You have to get out of here. And Ooh, you get voices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get a little, it's like, you know, some extra VO over the flames. He he runs out of the out of the house, but gets shot, but just nicked on his chin or on his jaw and leaves like a cut. And then we and then it pulls back and then we're on the ship and he's got like a band-aid on it. And I was like, oh. Okay. Like <laughs> <laughs> they this kid makes such a big symbolic deal yeah. about this little cut. Like it's weird that they went with the little baby cut on his face. And like you could it's like missing an arm, you know? Yeah. He's got an eye patch. Eye patch would have been real easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Nick Fury it. Yeah. I, I just I felt like that was kind of a, a wasted flashback for him <laughs> to just have a, a Nelly-sized band-aid on his face. <laughs> it's like, sorry, your parents died in a fire due to the Frieza force, but he could have could have gotten shot through and through, maybe. But now he's gonna go downtown, baby. Upstreet yeah, in a rink. He's gonna start wearing uh, his football jerseys backwards. <laughs> shimmy, shimmy, Coco Puff. Shimmy, shimmy, yeah. <laughs> but this Boone character is convinced because I think he said says to Gohan, "You've got a nice look in your eye." Is that what he says in yours? Yes. Because it's so strange. Because after all that. It kept like flashing Gohan's face and his parents, and I was like, "Wait, is he seeing his parents in Gohan?" <laughs> like, I, I was very confused. Huh, maybe. That's... But he taps he taps Gohan on the head and says, "I think they're all right," and then just walks away. What a nothing episode! <laughs> oh my god! I mean, and then here's the icing on the band aid cake. <laughs> so, Bulma, Krill, and Gohan are are about to get on their ship. They're about to leave. Um, they tell the kids where they're going. Zeshin, the leader, gives them a, uh, hey, you'll, you'll, here's a shortcut if you go through this nebula or whatever. And, uh, of course, before he tells, he tells them the warning of that nebula, um, they take off. But 
Boone, at the very end of the episode, you see him just peel off the Band-Aid and let you, we watch it fall to the oh, ground. Like, why? like cherry blossoms it does. I was like, why are we watching this? He's not even the leader. Like, Boone, it's just another guy. You would think they'd put the leader to that, right? That would have been the more dramatic thing. It's the leader's like, we don't trust you. And then he has flat, it's like, and then some other guy's like, uh, but Boone, what about, you know? Yeah. They saved us. Surely the Frieza Force wouldn't. And then he, yeah, real, it is real weird. And just, God, I laugh so hard at him taking his Band-Aid off dramatically. I was just like, who are you? <laughs> like, what? Is this a gag? Like, it, because what is it supposed to symbolize? It's supposed to tell us that Boone is now okay with he, his lot in life like he's chill now that he knows that there are good people with powers out in the world or yeah, super extremely weird and inconsequential but yes the the boss squad they're off they think they've got a shortcut to namek uh but before we finish that up we we gotta everyone's asking where's vegeta and here he is. He's landing on some planet. Essentially, there's some other Freezer Force guys. They meet him there. They realize that he's on life support in the pod, mm-hmm. and they put him in a tube to heal. I- I'm assuming full of that Saiyan DNA. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As we find out later. I think the the very last thing, because we had a few, like, the episode could have ended when Boone took off his Band-Aid. The episode could have ended when we saw uh, the... Lizard bird man start to heal Vegeta on that planet. In in my I said a lizard Muppet. If, if you look at the if you look at the hairstyle. It's a it's Muppet-esque. Mm-hmm. And then there's this final ending to this episode where Balma, Gohan, and Krillin are taking a nap. You know, ships set to autopilot to go to Namek or whatever. I I have okay. Yes, go, Can go we, off. Can I just I just want I just want to break down but before the turbulence happens, I want to break down the living situation. Yes. Bulma is in a bed, surrounded by her filth. <laughs> there is a white circle around all of her filth. Next to her are Krillin and Gohan. They're sleeping on futons on the floor. What a what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Why can't they get a bed? I I don't know. It seems like the ship has the capability to make multiple beds just by saying, I need more beds. <laughs> it's Namekian design, that bed. Because it's the one that popped up when they first got in the ship a few episodes back, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I hate her so much. She doesn't do anything that's, like, redeemable, right? Like, for the past couple of episodes, <laughs> apart from being able to actually pilot spaceships. But that's about it. Why is there a circle perfectly around her junk? Is it, is it, are we already in a sitcom situation? It's like, that's your room, Bulma. We're splitting up the spaceship. I'm tired of cleaning your mess. Here's your space. Get it dirty however much you want. I would give it to Krillin to set that standard early. You know, he's going to nip that in the bud, you know? But he's a coward. But he's historically a coward and cannot tell people what to do. History tells us Krillin. Very much a shrimp. I mean, lower stakes than telling your best friend's wife that he is dead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that uh, their son's kidnapped. 
by their mortal enemy. But uh, so maybe, maybe he did. I, I it certainly wasn't her, right? <laughs> <laughs> if Gohan's there, maybe he did. He had Gohan to back him up. Yeah, and Gohan could just say it very coquettishly and like yeah. innocence of a child, like. Oh, that's what my mom would say. Miss Balma. Uh, what, you brat? Um, my mom said, you know, cleanliness is next to communists. So K-A-M-I-N-E-S-S. Sorry if I said you think I said something else. So maybe. No, clean up I yourself. heard what you said. But guess what, kiddo? Commie's dead. <laughs> I mean, we're going to bring him back, but I'm just saying it'd be nice if you cleaned up after yourself. It would be nice if I didn't have to babysit you two nerds on our way to space. I've taken care of myself, and uh, I've only had the one accident. (laughs) Is that why I have to sleep on on the futon? Jeez, Gohan, your mom didn't tell me you were such a baby. Sorry, I'm used to living in the woods for a year. Didn't really have beds. Krillin, uh, sorry, <clears throat> I'm Krillin. Bulma, <laughs> Bulma, just what if we what if we just separate the spaceship? Here's your space. Here's our space. We can train and do whatever we want here. You can, you know, leave your cup noodles in books, and they're important. A surprising amount of pornography. That's all I'll say. <laughs> I said important. <laughs> And seed. seed. Uh, <laughs> a pun's just as good as a joke. joke. <laughs> Hope you're taking notes. These, these, yeah. That's how you make it in the game. This is comedy, comedy 101. Game. You pay $400 for a UCB class right now online. They're going to tell you the same damn thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're just, yeah. UCB secrets. <gasps> Do you remember that old special about magician secret? Secrets of Magic Revealed, I believe, something similar, but it, it was the masked magician. Oh, yeah. And he yeah. had to wear a mask because he was revealing all these secrets, and he'd get kicked out of Magic Club <laughs> if he did it. They wouldn't let him They wouldn't let them sit there at lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they knew it was Gary. I mean, we, we could be the masked improvisers, <gasps> giving away all the improv secrets. Secrets. I don't know, dude. I don't. I don't want the UCB four on my ass. <laughs> I don't get trolled by Besser online. It'd be like Aaron if we were on a on a on a spaceship experiencing turbulence, and the pilot was asleep at the wheel and not even at the wheel and wouldn't wake up, and said something along the lines of, "It's a short core. It's a shortcut. So of course it's going to be bumpy." What? Yeah, I got. She- it's a storm in space. That's all it is. Very serious about space at the beginning. Very nonchalant right now. I was like, one, it didn't look like a storm in space when they cut to outside the ship. It looked like hell. It looked like the the hell mouth opening up to embrace death. They're in the Willy Wonka tunnel. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's a a wormhole situation, if I had to guess. But they, they go through it. Bulma ends up in Krillin's lap. She slaps him for it. Hooray. <laughs> Hooray. It's not, it, that's, it's just mean. It is. It's unnecessary. It's mm-hmm. mean. And like for some reason, even Gohan was like, that looks like it hurts. <laughs> and they tried to tell her that it, 
it wasn't what they thought. Like, oh, it's like, it wasn't what you thought it was, Bulma. It just looked that way. She's like, I know what it was. You think I just fell asleep in Krillin's lap? It's like, no, you know you fell asleep in bed. We went upside down. It's like, you fell asleep in bed, and we were in space. (laughs) You could go anywhere. You got to get strapped down, don't you know? This was, again, that's what the movie Space Camp taught me. Everybody gets a weighted blanket in space, so they don't fall out of bed. (laughs) Now I do want to sleep in zero G. Uh, th- how relaxing would that be? Also, the benefit of going into uh, <clears throat> into space for a little while, Aaron, I'm, I'm going to come back taller. <laughs> I'll come back 6'8". You get rid of some of that, ugh. you don't need all that bone density. Get rid of no. it. No. Muscle mass, meh. I can jump even higher. <laughs> space, space does fuck you up, though. Yeah, it, it takes months of physical therapy afterwards. Mm-hmm. But despite everything, we're all we're here. It's Namek, right? Uh, well, Balma believes it's Namek. Oh, she looking out the window like, "Yep, that's Namek." Like, how do you know? How you know? How do you? You've never seen this place before. No one you know has ever seen it. There is no record. It's the ship. Is the ship saying, "Yo, we're in Namek." If, it's to the point where the announcer isn't sure. He's like, I don't know, man. I don't know, Bulba. <laughs> I know. And the, well, the ship even on the on the readout screen, it's flashing like red. That's, so it's clearly not where you're supposed to be. Something is wrong. And Bulma's just, no, I don't care. I don't want I don't want to look at this. I don't want to look at the instruments. I don't need it. I've got the force. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That old hermit spoke in my head and said, Bulma, it's Namek. And that's good enough for me. Alec Guinness wouldn't lie to me. That's true. Vince, I I thought we were going to be out of it, man. I did, <laughs> I thought too. We were I thought for gonna sure land. we were going to be on Namek. I'm so mad. I'm truly like, I, I'm, yeah, I've lost my immunity to filler. It, it's tough. We'll, we'll get there. I think after this next one, I, I'm, I'm hoping it'll be at least... Uh, more on the funny side, a little more entertaining for us. Give us a little more to work with than tragic backstories of orphan children in space in a mirror ball. Yeah, it's just not a not enough juice. Very easily resolved. Any sort of misunderstanding doesn't have a lot of legs, right? True. It's whenever uh, early on when comics were like, these two heroes are going to fight. It's like, yeah, they're going to fight for like two pages and then be like oh we're both good guys Whoops. yeah they're, they're gonna be like oh martha <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that yeah that's what <laughs> that's what boone he heard he heard gohan say chi chi <laughs> uh, i wouldn't have put it past them Th- that could have been it they, they could have edited that for mine and yours <laughs> i don't know why they would cover that up boone and gohan's moms are both named chi chi yeah yeah, yeah. I've yet to see that movie. Don't. But I am laughing at that little, at the whole, the, the linchpin of why they're friends. I went to the theaters and saw that movie by myself, Vince. I think. Or no, no, no. I went and saw it with a friend. And we both, at that point, were just like, what? <laughs> like, he hit me in the arm and was like, they did, they did that in this they, movie. <laughs> were people laughing in the audience? Were there was it laughter groans? Uh, I think I made an audible like, oh, 
and he laughed. And it was a very, it was a mostly empty theater because it's Delaware and nobody does anything there. <laughs> also, it was probably like two o'clock on a Friday because we we leave work early because we're kings. Yeah, it's Friday, baby. You gotta get Friday. I gotta get on three trains to go to New York to do improv. Nothing better than a matinee. You get there after or before you have a nice lunch, watch mm-hmm. a movie, and then you got the rest of your day. Aaron, and let me tell you, the matinee prices, I'm t- I'm not talking like f- five years ago, eight years ago, because those prices in Delaware were like, you could go to see a matinee movie at the Regal by the Target for like five bucks. Ooh. Now, or like, I, I guess I'll say four years ago, we could do that for eight fifty. That's still like still if, I, if I'm dope. getting yeah if I'm going to the theater for less than ten bucks I'm pretty happy. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that's the kind of money where we were both like, let's have a beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like I can afford this ten dollar beer now. Yeah, and we but we can't afford to not go to the emails. We've been avoiding it too long. We got Master Researcher Nick chomping at the bit. We're, we're very sorry. We've had, other things have come up. This is true. But we'll, we'll, here we are now. Uh, Master Researcher Nick writes in saying, first, according to Boo Saga, Vegeta's fear isn't insects, it's worms. And we have a, a nice screen cap here that says, despite how I may seem, I cannot stand squirmy things. <laughs> So anything that squirms. Damn it, Kakarot. Get that trolley thing out of my face. <laughs> I despise our gummies. Because <laughs> they wriggle and jiggle. A billy bass? No, thank you. <laughs> I don't care if it is playing Take Me to the River. I'll take you to your doom. Actually, go. Actually, Kakarot will. I, I can't. I, I, I won't be in the same room with you. Ugh. So yeah, very all right. Good to know. So close, close. I was With close. Samba. So a slug, a, a slug, a worm. Um, I, I'm assuming Vegeta would be freaked out by a snake, mm-hmm. um, uh, balloon animals, <laughs> a myriad of things. Mm-hmm. Nick continues to write. Second, last year YouTuber totally not Mark put together a damn good analysis of why people love. Bulma. Despite the pod's anti-Bulma bias, it's a great vid and you do yourselves a disservice not to watch it. Um, I actually uh, I sneak a little peek. Again, this is a research because I wasn't trying to find a specific answer. This is true. Uh, which is the definition, I think. Get, get at me, Webster, Websters. Um, I did watch the video. It's still don't like Bulma, but I, but I, but I get it. She is a unique character within the series. Oh, 100%. Like, Bulma, very unique, worthy of attention. But I just want to, look, I want to be clear that Bulma is not a good person. There's not a lot of evidence that she is. Yes, she helps the Z fighters, and maybe down the line, she's more redeemable as a character. But for now... This is probably Bulma's darkest period, and we're going to get through it. It's probably not going to change my opinion whatsoever on who she is or what she's about. But I, I thank you for, for sharing the other side. We're going to try to keep this as balanced and as 
no, no, we're not, Aaron. I'm just gonna keep. <laughs> I'm just. I'm gonna keep going at her because she does terrible things to my anime. To her friends, friends. To, and to her friends. She yeah she she's very petty and that's that's it's hard to get past, man. Mm-hmm. I can forgive murdering several planets, but <laughs> just pettiness. Yeah, we can we can look past the fact that she's. Uh, disobeying the prime directive out here in space and messing with all these damn civilizations and things and altering the course of history in the universe, but not the way that she treats her own pals. Um, And then thirdly, and I'll say finally, Krillin was able to smell that food trap because, according to Toriyama, Krillin has a semi-permeable membrane where his nose should be. As Masako X put it, Krillin is basically an earthworm. What the fuck? Oh my Why would God. you do this to us? Toriyama. No. Toriyama that's, has a, a very good sense of humor. Yeah. I mean that yeah, that's clearly some he's some fan ass, and that's like off the top of the dome, like, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> Here's the answer. That doesn't vi- So when he sleeps, if he snores. Do it vibrate? <laughs> I would assume. Can you watch it jiggle? I look. I'm hoping at some <laughs> point. At some point, we'll be able to see if there's like a sleep bubble, and that's how we'll know where it is and yeah. where like the air release is. But that semi-permeable krillin membrane. I'm I'm here for it. Uh, I'm, I'm I am shooketh. And he's that. an Earthling. He's normal. Yeah, he, he's the only Earthling now. He might, maybe, maybe, look, maybe you got syphilis and your nose does rot off if you, if you let syphilis go too long. Oh, this God, is a true, really? This is a true thing. I, uh, yeah, this is a true, I believe, unless the Cinemax series, The Nick, lied to me. Oh, okay. Well, Nick's never lied to me before. Yeah, unless Clive Owen's a liar. <laughs> I trust him. Uh, we, we've, we've already done enough stuff. We have to get to another letter. We yes, can't, yes, we yes. can't. Oh, that's a that's a whole ass episode. Krillin's membrane. <laughs> Japanese title: Skin over a hole. Krillin's semi permeable membrane. Ew, ew. <laughs> Never say skin over a hole in my ears again. That's <laughs> look. If you need a breakfast, no. Take some bread, pop a oh. hole in it, put an egg in. Skin over a hole, baby. <laughs> oh, oh, I can't, I can't eat that breakfast anymore. <laughs> I'm well, just going to think of Grillin's breathing. Well, can you listen to another email from Nathan, who, who he's written to us before? Uh, thank you for writing again. Dear Vince and Aaron, this is Nate Dog from South Carolina writing you guys again because you guys are just so great. And I would like to know more about you guys. For instance, how did you two meet? What have been your favorite characters to improv on the pod? I really like Vince's Mr. Popo and his turtle. And my favorites of Aaron's is Ninja Mirasaki and General Blue. Can we get a scene with both of your favorite characters together? That's all I had to say. Keep being awesome. I listen to your podcast weekly. Thank you. That The, pr- Nathan, the proper way you. to listen. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't sleep on the fact that Nathan just gave everybody the, the roadmap. <laughs> yeah, hey, Let's hey, do yeah. it weekly. But yeah, how did we meet... I don't know why we're both blanking on this. Oh, it, it just feels like we've always been here together mm-hmm. on mic doing yeah, this yeah. show. But it, it was, um, it had to be back in, what, late 2015? 
late 2015, early 2016, I was on an improv team. I think at the time was called Generous. Um, one of our members said, hey, I'm in class with this dude. He's super funny. Can I bring him in to try out? And we're like, yeah, let's do it. And the the person was you. <laughs> the person, yeah, the was, person was me. I was the I was the dude in class. Uh, and she was right. You are super funny. I remember. I don't remember what the scene was about, but I remember having a scene with you and us both looking at each other afterwards with like a, yeah, that was a good scene, and we kicked ass. Oh yeah, I feel like you were one of the first people I stepped out and did a scene with for sure in that in that group, and. Um, what I'm hoping is one of us threw out a vaguely anime reference and the other picked it up and we did a normal ass scene with with that like undertone and uh, and then got good notes and then we're like, oh yeah, I like yeah. this guy. Honestly, I think it's comedy bang bang was the big bonding glue. <laughs> oh, right. I think, def- yeah. Outside of improv practice, I would always be like, hey, did you listen to the new comedy bang bang? <laughs> First, maybe the first inside joke that we shared was technicality, no down, boo over. Mm-hmm. Whatever Cake episode boss. that was. Cake Boss. <laughs> all the hits. Um, all, all the hits. TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's, we, yeah, we, improv brought us together and improv keeps us together. Favorite characters to improv on the show. I mean, you, you've named some bangers. I know, those, those are our bangers. I do love a popo. I love a Nappa. I think Nappa is so much fun just because of like who Nappa is as a character in general. Like it's just this big dude that loves to fight. <laughs> it's just all he wants to do is kill and fight. And he's just got this weird like relationship with Vegeta. That's very much like, oh, yeah, Vegeta. <laughs> like, oh, you're so great, Vegeta. Oh, I love you, Vegeta. <laughs> Ve- I like doing Vegeta just because I think it's one of the few, at least old school Vegeta before Chris Sabat came in, where it's very up here and just dripping with malice. I feel like it's one of the few main cast I can actually do well, do justice to, because the main cast is very normal voice. Yeah, I, I don't think this was a question, but probably the hardest one for either of us to do is a Goku. Like what? It's very hard to find the ra- the vocal range for Goku. <laughs> it's yeah, eh. Cuz it, it, li- yeah, it, it lives it, up but it doesn't. Mhm. I think it can only be pulled off by a natural male soprano voice because it's it's at that high register all the time. But then when Goku like gets serious, it drops in a way that's like tenor-ish but then gravelly, it's like a gravelly tenor. It's it's hard. It's fun to watch somebody who's good do it or somebody who can do a Goku do a Goku. I'm always very impressed. Uh, yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it's someone with a with a higher register than either of us. I mean, heads up, we're going to be doing Chase and Birder a lot, y'all. When when we meet the Kenyan Force. Oh yeah, I just uh, I need them here quickly. And then you know, a Frieza is just mm-hmm. it's like a Vegeta and a General Blue mixed together. Yeah. Oh, and then oh, we get to oh, do a bunch yeah, of oh, the ho, ho, ho. We get to we get to oh ho ho. 
But there's uh, we I, I can't give you a scene now. I think we've gone we've worn out our welcome a little bit too much on this episode. But I mean eh, just keep listening. We'll have a bunch. Keep listening. You'll get you'll get those favorites back. And now that we know that people are asking for our favorites to do scenes together, who knows where they may end up. Yeah. Where they might pop in. Mm-hmm. Um but thank you both for writing to us. We really appreciate it. You can talk to us by writing to us at KameHousePartyPod at gmail.com or finding us on the social media, uh, as the old folks say, call it. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you can talk to us there. Uh, get updates on when things are happening. Speaking of updates, baby, three times a charm. Uh, in case you missed it the first two times, <laughs> two big events coming up. We just, we just want to make sure you know, and we want to make sure you... You get a chance to participate uh, again, October 26th. That is a Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Our 200th episode, we are recording it live in front of you, the audience. Um, it's not going to be too much different from a regular episode, but it'll. we just want to celebrate it with y'all. Uh, in the middle, we'll have a chance to like stop, interact with y'all. Um, there is going to be a giveaway, a fun prize uh, that will be you can only enter to get if you watch the stream. Uh, and I'll give you a little pro tip. Look, just pop, it's going to be through a link. So just pop in for like a minute, get the link, enter. Yeah. If that's all you can do. I mean, if that's all you got the time for, yeah, absolutely. And, and then watch, and then watch it later, and then watch the episode later. But we we, we hope you, we hope as many of you as can can watch us on Monday, the 26th, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and then a week and a half, a week and a half later, um, one, if you're in the States, go vote. Two, or go ahead and vote now. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm going to be voting right after this episode. Mail-in um, ballot. But on November 7th, from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, we are doing a 12-hour charity stream as a part of Extra Life's Day of Play uh, we're trying to raise $1,000 for the Children's Miracle Network. Um, come watch us play a bunch of games. Uh, there's, we're going to get as many guests as we can. And, you know, help Yeah, help us and come hang out. Help us do some good. If you want to go ahead and donate, if you can't make it, if you won't be able to attend or watch, uh, you can. there's a link in the show notes. You can go ahead and donate. Again, every little bit helps. Uh, honestly, if I'm doing the numbers in my head, if everyone listening to these recent episodes can, you know, if everyone listening to these recent episodes like gave like five bucks, we'd oh, be yeah. th- we'd be there, you know, we we'd bust through our goal. Yeah, help us pass our goal limits, like our favorite characters do in every episode. We're doing for a good cause. We hope you can donate, and if you can't donate, just come hang out and uh, you know keep us going. It's whoo. I, th- I, I think we officially dubbed it the hyperbolic time chamber uh-huh, of uh-huh. charity stream. So yeah, so what what you'll experience is 12 hours. We will experience this. Uh, like a whole ass year, probably. Yeah, I think that's like close to a year and change in the hyperbolic, cha- hyperbolic time chamber. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a challenge, and we hope as many of you as can can join us for it. All that, again, is at twitch.tv slash party. Yeah, and... Uh, no matter if you're trying to convince Bulma that she may not be at Namek or trying to figure out why uh, a Nelly Band-Aid is, signif- is significant to a child named Boone, 
you gotta keep, keep fighting. Fight.